Welcome and good morning. All right, let's sing a song, say a prayer. If you'd like to stand up with me and do that, you're welcome to. If not, please stay seated. It's optional. <clears throat> I'm Reverend Patrick Cameron. I'm the spiritual director here, so welcome. In this very room, there's quite enough love for all the world. And in this very room, there's quite enough joy for all the world. And there's quite enough love and quite enough power to walk through our every fear for spirit one spirit is in this very room in this very room in this very room so know with me as we come together in the recognition of the one life, that one power, that one infinite divine presence, the beloved, that goes by so many names and so many traditions, we honor it all. And let us know that where that presence can be most effective is in and through and as us, through our hearts and how we interact. So we, may we stand in love together this day. This is a special day. May we recognize the beauty and the blessings that surround us, the friendships, the fellowship, the support, the resources, all the reflection of the divine's love by means of each and every one of us. And so I give thanks beforehand knowing that each person, including myself, is open and receptive to the divine, to the divine blessings seeking expression this day. And so we celebrate that, we give thanks, I release these words completely knowing that I have surrendered to this power and presence in this moment in a beautiful and wonderful way. And in that surrender, each and every one of us is empowered to know our next step, our next thought, our next word, our next task. For this I give thanks, and together we say, and so it is. Please be seated. Well, it is a special day today. We have a, a number of guests, so I want to welcome our guests. We've got a special event that we're going to move into shortly. And uh, what a great idea. How could you choreograph better music for your, this special occasion than, than uh, to tie this all together? So this was genius on Darren and Teresa's part. I love that. We have, um, we have been working with um, Catherine Ponder's writings over the last several weeks. And the book that we've highlighted this month is called The Dynamic Laws of Prosperity. And I, I received this book a while back called The Prosperity Love Story. And I thought, how appropriate, because this is truly a love story today. And in this book, the title of my, my lesson today is called Inviting the Right People. So obviously you've invited the right people today, and, and not just in this moment, <clears throat> excuse me, but also in our lives. It's important to invite the right people. And this Prosperity Love Story is actually her memoirs. It's her latest book. She was, it was uh, copyrighted in 2003. She's still alive and doing very well down in Palm Springs, and she tells the whole story of her life. One of the things that, one of her affirmations, one of the things I love about Catherine Ponder's work is she is very clear about how she uses affirmative statements. She talks about in this, uh, this book, she has six practices that she, or seven practices that she 
well, recommends, actually six. He says, putting God first through sharing and tithing to bring greater abundance into our lives, to share our good and to be open to receive. Number two is affirmative declaring and meditating on prosperity and prayer statements. And she does a beautiful job of that as she writes. She's got all these wonderful affirmations in this um, in, in all of her writings that she uses and it's wonderful because for us to stay focused on really what the highest and best is for ourselves I think our life has to reflect and be a prayer she talks about treasure mapping which is laying out on a piece of paper the ideas, the pictures that keep you inspired keep you tracking, keep you moving forward forgiveness, I've done two weeks on forgiveness because forgiveness is a challenge for us and so many of the great teachers including, including Jesus of Nazareth talk so much extensively about forgiveness Number six is planting and working the plan no matter what, <clears throat> whatever our plan is, planning it and working it no matter what. And number seven is giving thanks and daily devotional reading. So exposing ourselves to ideas on a repetitive and, and consistent way so that we're, we're continuing to fill ourselves up with the ideas that we long to experience. So all wonderful things. The reason I share that is one of her affirmations that I found this week in my reading of this, this book is um, in, in terms of inviting the right people to your experience and to your life. She said, new sincere friends and loved ones now enter my life showering me with goodness and I shower them with my goodness. It's a wonderful idea. Also, and the world is full of charming people who now lovingly help me in every way and I lovingly help them in every way. And truly our lives, the richness of our lives, the beauty of our lives is really relationship. It's the opportunity to be in relationship, to find one another, to discover one another. Catherine did a, an amazing job. She started out, <clears throat> I'll tell you a bit of her story today, with the time that I have this morning at the early service. She was um, um, working in Washington, D.C. for the FBI as a fingerprint analyst as a young lady. She met this wonderful guy named Joe. She fell in love with him. They got married. <clears throat> And they had a baby. And so, uh, excuse me, is there anything up here I can drink <clears throat> besides? Good. Some, some of the vodka from last night is left over, so I can. Oh, it's just water. <clears throat> That's good, too. Anyway. Anyway, so she got married to Joe, and Joe um, and thought it was going to be you know, the wonderful thing. Well, Joe's mother didn't like her. And so she said, you know, my son is much too young, and, her, her, and Joe's mother was quite a radical. She smoked cigarettes in the 1940s, and she'd been, she was a divorced woman. She said, my son is much too busy and too, and, and too special to spend the rest of his life with you. And so Joe quickly left the marriage, so she was left with this child and trying to figure out what she'd do with her life. But one of the, things she, one of the clues how she was guided in this, and one of the things that helped create her experience was she was at the FBI and she was analyzing fingerprints and she thought she was doing a really poor job and she was worried about losing her job. And in fact, all of her coworkers thought she was going to be dismissed uh, very shortly because she was not as fast as they were. So what she did, she remembered her dad always used to say, you know what, if you've got, got problems, send your prayer request to that silent unity in, in Missouri, Lee Summit, Missouri. Most of you know Unity is a sister organization to us in terms of affirmative prayer. They have 50 people on staff 24 hours a day. You can call and get prayer support at any time. So call those Unity people, send them a, a request, and let's straighten this thing out for you. So she did that. She wrote out her prayer. She said, I'm concerned about my job. I'm concerned about my review. Could you please help me? And so she got a response back from them. And she went and had a review a couple days later, and, and it turned out that her and only one other person in their entire section were the ones that received pay raises. So, hmm, there must be something to this. This is pretty interesting, this idea of affirmative prayer. 
But one of the things that the fingerprinting did for her is it, it, it brought her to a great sense of attention to detail. And also she went to work very shortly there as a legal secretary. And she also had to be very precise and, and a great deal of attention to detail. Which is an interesting how life prepares us sometimes for our, our, our life's work. She's gone on to write, oh, I think close to 20 books. But she said that was her early training to become an author to share the word and to spread the word and her books have been sold in the millions across the planet. So her marriage, what did she learn by this very short, quick marriage? She said she learned three things. So just take note of this one. This, she says, having a pleasant, fun-loving husband is not always fun, was number one. Number two, she learned that negative attitudes in others can be powerful and it can become a fuel for her own journey of self-empowerment. So her mother-in-law was such a negative influence and had such power in her experience, it fueled her. It, it, it sort of ignited her drive to, to know and to be more and to experience more because she came from very limited, a very limited background. And she also said that seeds, seeds in that relationship were planted in the, in, that developed her lifelong motto. So her lifelong motto that came out of that was no matter what happens, hold up your head and keep going and growing. And its companion motto, our lives are shaped by those that love us and by those that refuse to love us. Because there are some that will refuse to love us. We've all had that experience as well. So she, she had her son now, her son Richard. And Richard was a, the joy of her life. And she went off and she, through a series of correspondence courses and studies, she was, she was drawn, she was called to ministry. And Unity um, is in Lee Summit, Missouri. She finally went there and studied for an extended period of time, gave up her job and moved with Richard, her son, to be an assistant minister in Birmingham, Alabama. And she said what Richard would do, once, and, and eventually she became the, the, uh, the senior minister there, the spiritual director. So Richard would sit in the front row, and when her talk was going on too long, he would look at his watch. <laughs> and then if his talk was really going too long, he would take the watch off and he'd hold it to his ear and he'd shake it to see if it was still working. But through that process, she met a, a beautiful man, the love of her life, a man by the name of Kelly Ponder. And Kelly Ponder came into her life. They married. They moved to Austin, Texas, developed a beautiful work. She then moved to, uh, and then Kelly had a, uh, made his transition early. He passed away. And uh, it was a great sorrow. It took her 15 years to kind of move beyond that. But she moved from uh, Austin, Texas, grew a thriving work there, to San Antonio, Texas. And then eventually to Palm Springs. I'm giving you the Cliff Notes version of this where she met another wonderful man who was her, her life partner for about 20 years, brought great prosperity and success and, and order and structure into his, her life. And I could give you more of the details, but for all of us, we're drawn to one another for a particular reason. I mean, we just, we are, we are here. There's something about it. There's, a, there's a, the, sort of that, that ma magnetic attraction by means of consciousness, the sum total of who and what we are, where we find one another. And so it's a wonderful, powerful thing when we can celebrate that. And Catherine Ponder's life, as she reflects and she articulates it in the book beautifully, all of those people came and added their gifts to her life. All of those people showed up and added something of importance to, their, to her experience. And she continued to do her work. She continued to do her spiritual work. She continued to write. She continued to help people move into a, a, a more complete sense of who and what they are in their relationship to the infinite, to the divine. This was a powerful, powerful study. I'm reading a book right now by Malcolm Gladwell called Outline, Outliners. And it's about, a story about success. And it's a fabulous book. This man is a genius. And he talks in there about what it takes to, to master something. Because we believe in affirmative prayer. We believe that we can, we, that we can control certain... We, we make choices based on who and what we are in the world. And those choices are very important. But they also realize that, the, that if you study successful people, 
they spent 10,000 hours. It takes 10,000 hours for anyone to become an expert in anything, including spiritual practice. And I think it's good to know that because for us, we, we look at the life of the avatars. We look at the life of Jesus of Nazareth. We look at Buddha. We look at all of the wonderful teachers that have come. You look at Gandhi. And they spent years and years. So 10,000 hours represents four hours a day for 10 years. Four hours a day for 10 years. And I think that's true about relationships as well. The commitment each day to one another and the blessings and the opportunities and the people that we draw. Are we inviting the right people into our experience? And if we're not, let's, let's get a new... Uh, list of invitees into our experience. Maybe the wrong people are coming to the party. So it could be time. And so I know that when we find that right and perfect next experience and to grow a, a life together, it's quite a beautiful thing. It's really why we're here, is our relationships, one another. You know, and we, we bump into one another at times. And with, with that said, I want to invite Darren and Teresa to come on up. We're going we're gonna to have a wedding this morning. And so you've all been invited to a wedding. Let me move this out of the way. All right, here we go. Okay, you two. Well, we'll just stand here like this for the time being. All right, so this is Darren and Teresa. Darren's got the suspenders on. Teresa's wearing the white blouse, in case you... Darren and Teresa, there are no ties on earth so sweet as those to which you now commit yourselves. This union is to be undertaken with great consideration and respect for both your partner and yourself. There is no human relationship on earth more holy than the one you are about to enter. This is one of the most important decisions that either one of you will ever make. Out of all the world, you have chosen each other to be your life's partner. Whether you realize it, or not at this moment, you will change most remarkably because of this decision. To be willing to enter into marriage, you make yourselves available to the process of transformation by the little and big joys and the little and big annoyances that you cause each other. <laughs> you will each be like sandpaper on the edges that bump into each other. In fact, by choosing this particular person to love and make your life with, you have chosen to make an intimate, safe world in which you both can smooth over your rough edges of yourselves and heal any bruises on your souls. You have been unconsciously drawn to exactly the person who has those skills, attributes, the frustrating traits, and blessed qualities that you need to be affected by in order to change into the person that you want and need to become. So as you promise your lives to each other, you enter into a, a path of no return because personal evolution is always for expansion and for further expression. Simply put, life will never be the same for you. For no matter how long and how well you have known each other, there will be a deepening that is profound, especially if you welcome it. I encourage you to give yourselves with abandon to this marriage. Love deeply, don't hold back. And believe that in sharing your two lives in complete trust, openness, passion, compassion, and courage, surprising blessings will pour into the container that is your marriage. Your marriage will change through the years as you both change, but the unchanging commitment of your mutual love will allow both of you to share life's magnificence in ways that you have not known before. Before you make your promise to each other, take a moment as single people for the last time and look out at your family and friends. Go ahead, take a, take a look. <laughs> They're the ones that have supported you in your togetherness. They're the ones that that are here today to bless this union. I'd like to 
I'd like to speak for them in a moment what we all wish for you and your friends, your spiritual community as well. We wish for you a love that makes you both happy people and continues to give you joy and zest for living through the years together. We wish for you that the, the vision you have of one another at this moment will never be dimmed. We wish you the vision of each other will deepen and grow into respect and, and continued love. We wish that this vision will expand in peace and harmony so that your home is blessed and your larger circle of friends and acquaintances are also blessed. May it be the power of your loving marriage ex expands and contributes to greater peace for the whole world. For that's how it works. And finally, we wish that throughout your life together you will, be, you will individually be able to love yourselves more deeply because you are treasured by your mate. So there you go. And that you come to see the light in everyone more easily because you can see the light so clearly in your beloved. All right, so here we are. I'm gonna, I'm gonna st step down a step. I'm gonna just, excuse me. you two, come on over here, look at me before you look at each other, all right? So Teresa and Darren, today your separate lives with their individual memories, dreams, and desires merge into one. Today you enter a new life together that will draw both of you up to new levels of joy, sensitivity, and challenge. This is the moment in which you offer the fullness of your hearts to bless one another. You have found each other and the whole world, whole world is blessed by your union. Are you ready to make your marriage promises to each other? Yes, we are. Perfect. All right, will you, Teresa, and you, Darren, bring the very best that you are into this marriage for your own sake and for the sake of the other? We will. Will you please join hands now and face each other? So, Darren, do you take Teresa, whose hand you hold, choosing her alone to be your wedded wife? Do you, do you, wait, 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 too soon. <laughs> do you promise to live with her, to talk to her, love her, comfort her, work with her, play with her, honor her at all times, and be faithful to her? I do. And Teresa, do you take Darren, whose hand you hold, choosing him alone to be your wedded husband? Do you promise to live with him, talk to him, love him, comfort him, work with him, play with him, honor him at all times, and be faithful to him? I do. I'm going to invite Darren and Teresa to recite their vows to one another that they have written. Darren, would you please go first? I know that there is not two, but one. We are on the same journey, sharing the same love for each other. I share everything, hold nothing back, love completely and without reservation. I do now and will always believe the best in you, speak the truth in love and hold you in perfect prayer. I love you with the deepest love I know. I rest in this love which is in you and me and everything, and I am full of joy and gratitude. Our journey of spiritual unfoldment continues from this day, originating from the same source, fueled by the same love, nurtured by the same unending commitment to our mutual growth in spirit. And so it is. Beautiful. And Teresa? Would you like to hold that for a moment? I know that there is not two but one. We are on the same journey, sharing the same love for each other. I share everything, hold nothing back, love completely and without reservation. I do now and will always believe the best in you, speak the truth in love, and hold you in perfect prayer. I love you with the deepest love I know. 
I rest in this love, which is in you and me and everything, and I'm full of joy and gratitude. Our journey of spiritual unfoldment continues from this day, originating from the same source, fueled by the same love, nurtured by the same unending commitment to our mutual growth in spirit. And so it is. Mm. Nice job. Okay, we gotta keep going now. So what, what gifts do you bring to one another? We have rings. Would you place your rings in my hand, please? Okay. So I'm going to ask each of you to place a, a, a finger on the smaller ring. There you go. Perfect. On Teresa's ring. This ring, without beginning or ending, has long been recognized as a symbol of eternity. This ring, therefore, stands for the eternality of your love for each other. Bless this ring, O God. Bless Darren who gives it and Teresa who will wear it. Darren, please repeat after me. Please take the ring. And as you place it on Teresa's hand, I give this ring. I give this ring. From my heart to your hand. From my heart to your hand. With it, I pledge to you the treasures of my mind. With it, I pledge to you the treasures of my mind, my body, my body, and my soul, and my soul. I give you my trust. I give you my trust. My tomorrows. My tomorrows. And ask you to accept me as your husband. And ask you to accept me as your husband. Teresa, please repeat after me. Darren, I take you as my beloved husband. Not yet, oh. my dearest friend. I take you as my beloved husband and dearest friend. Darren, I take you as my beloved husband and dearest friend. I promise to share my life openly with you. I promise to share my life openly with you. And to speak the truth to you in love. And to speak the truth to you in love. I promise to honor you and to tenderly care for you. I promise to honor you and to tenderly care for you. I promise to cherish you and to encourage your own fulfillment and peace through all the changes of our lives. I promise to cherish you and, and to encourage and you. To encourage you your own fulfillment in your and peace. own fulfillment of peace through all the changes through all the changes in our lives beautiful so i'm going to ask you both to once again touch the ring okay and this ring also stands for the never ending love between the two of you bless this ring o oh god bless teresa who gives it and darren who will wear it teresa please take the ring and repeat after me as you place it on darren's finger I give this ring from my heart to your hand. I give this ring from my heart to your hand. With it I pledge to you the treasures of my mind. With it I pledge to you the treasures of my mind. My body. My body. And my soul. And my soul. I give you my trust. I give you my trust. My tomorrows. My tomorrows. And ask you to accept me as your husband. And as ask your wife. you to accept me as your wife. Inasmuch as you, Teresa, and you, Darren, have consented together in this union of marriage and have declared your sacred promises to each other in the presence of God and all these wonderful family and friends and have pledged your constancy and love for each other, I now pronounce you husband and wife. You may kiss each other.
close to a blessing. I'd like to just bless this with a prayer. So, we stand together in this, and I know that each and every one of us is reminded of the beauty and the possibility of life. We bless this marriage as we open our hearts and minds to this one activity, this one life. We know that God is always a presence beautifully and wonderfully in this marriage for Darren and for Teresa, all their loved ones, that wherever they are called, whatever brings joy and delight into their lives, we know that all those things and more, a life that is powerful and wonderful, joyful, peaceful, harmonious, balanced, and so we just give thanks this day to witness this, to share this. We extend our open hearts and minds in blessing what is a, a new beginning for both of these beautiful people. With that said, I know the infinite knows far better than I can possibly articulate what the blessings are, what the prayer is, what the longing is by means of Darren and Teresa, but I do know that it is supplied beautifully and timely whenever it is called upon. And so I give thanks, release these words, and together we say... And so it is. Amen. Thank you. Congratulations.